Welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radio's first travel to Larry series. Uh, first Thursday, I should say. First Thursday of the month. It's hard to say, but uh, we talk about Tulare County every first Thursday here on Big Blend Radio. And Tulare County is home to uh, Sequoia National Park, Kings Canyon National Park, Sequoia National Forest, Giant Sequoia National Monument, and all these amazing agricultural and artistic communities um, that you just want to visit. They're out in Central California, so really easy to get to if you're in LA or the Bay Area or Vegas. Um, you want to go. I know you do. I know it's on your bucket list. Um, obviously, right now, you know that California's had a lot of rain and a lot more rain, snow, more rain, more snow, and this is after a series of wildfires. So we're very glad to have some special guests join us from the Sequoia Tourism Council today to talk about what we can do. Some things are closed. Some parts of the parks and forests are closed for now um, as they rebuild. But things will be opened up. You know, summer will be back. But um, there are still so many things to do. And I would say this is a time to explore the actual communities as well. So I say go to the website, discoverthesequoias.com. And that is your portal to all the different communities you can visit, as well as the parks and the forests. So I'm going to start off with Denise Alonzo. Denise is from Sequoia National Forest, Giant Sequoia National Monument. Welcome back, Denise. How are you? Thank you. I'm glad to be here today. And, and we are recovering from the winter storms and we appreciate all the rainfall that put us out of the drought. But on the other end, we have to deal with the aftermath of what all that rainfall and snow melt did to our mountains and our roads and our local communities. So we're, we're dealing with the aftermath of that, but hoping to have everything repaired and fixed up in time for late summertime travelers. Mm. And there are some places that people can actually access. Uh, I know in downtown Visalia, and I know Suzanne Bianca will come on soon and tell us about that. You can see a sequoia tree, but you can do some small things, right? But we also don't want to over footstep these areas. True, yes. And things will slowly open as they are assessed and then repaired. They will slowly open uh by the middle of April, it is expected that Grant Grove area up in the Sequoia Kings Canyon National Park will be accessible from Highway 180 coming out of Fresno, or if you were to travel out of Visalia, you could go up to 180 and get to see the Grant General Grant tree up at Grant Grove, the nation's Christmas tree. And you can also get to the Foothills Visitor Center in just above Three Rivers. Unfortunately, the rest of that road up to Giant Forest area above the Foothills Visitor Center will be limited until later on in the summertime. Okay, but everyone, hold tight. You can still do things. So I want to bring Suzanne Bianco from Visit Visalia on the show. Uh, Visalia is the county seat of Tulare County. It is a, a beautiful destination. There's many communities to visit, like Three Rivers, which is right outside Sequoia National Park at the entrance. Um, there's Exeter, uh, Woodlake, Lindsay, a lot of different places. We're going to get to Porterville as well. Um, but Suzanne, Visalia, and Tulare, we can't leave out Tulare. Oh, my gosh. 
there's Rosa Brothers there. You can have good ice cream. I'm just saying. Um, but Suzanne, you guys are the county seat. There's a lot happening. You've got a beautiful historic downtown, just like many of the communities of Tulare County. I mean, that's something that right now, in a way, I want to say this is the time for people to actually explore the downtowns more than they may have in uh, previous times. And there's a ton to do. Yeah, absolutely. Hi, I'm so happy to be here today. Lots of things to do, um, especially as spring kicks up. It's a beautiful time of year um, in the Tulare County area with um, everything is greening. A lot of um, wildflowers are starting to bloom with the rain that we've had. So it's a really gorgeous time to visit for people who do want to go outdoors, who want to participate in events and activities, want to get to know some of these communities in Tulare County a little better. It's a great time to visit. Ah, and I know the wildflowers, right? So there are some outdoor areas. So I just, I want to like touch on that. So uh, Kauia Oaks Preserve, uh, Nancy and I have hiked there and seen, you know, wild grapevines and poppies and all kinds of, you know, nature areas. So that is something someone, you know, people can go and do for an outdoor area. Yeah, absolutely. Sequoia Riverlands Trust has several properties throughout the county that are fantastic for people that want to get outdoors and um, do some hiking, some walking. Not doesn't have to be super strenuous. Kauia Oaks is one of them, right here next to downtown, just a you know short ten minute drive from the downtown area. Um, Dry Creek Preserve is in the foothills, just outside of the park. Um, Homer Ranch is just beyond that. Those are both great places for some wildflower viewing right now. Um, I did want to mention that the Herbert Wetland Prairie Preserve that's in sort of the south area of the county um, is going to be open. It's very unusual. It's not usually open to the public, yeah, but right. April 22nd, um, they're going to have a Vernal Pool wildflower walk. So um, for people that are really into um, some unique flowering, um, that'll be a wonderful place to go um, on April 22nd. Isn't that originally a quarry? I know one of um, the Dry Creek Dry Creek Preserve was once okay. a gravel quarry, and it's been a it's an example of a complete reclamation. So it uh, was stripped bare um, when they were doing the quarrying of the gravel, and now it has been returned back to what it was originally. It's, it's spectacular. It's really beautiful. Mm. I want to go back because we're talking outdoors to Denise, and we're going to bring Christy on soon because she's going to talk about iris flowers and and spring festivals. We got there's a lot happening, so that's why I want to say I know there's bad news, but like. There's a ton going on, so don't like postpone your plans. Denise, um, over, uh, I know last time we talked on the show, uh, we had you and Cynthia on the show, Cynthia from uh, Sequoia and Kings Canyon, and we're like hopeful. And then like, I think like two days after our conversation, like weather did its thing and said like, you know, I'm the boss. So um, you talked about like your ultimate spring destination, like for you in the areas you want to go fishing in, in Lake Success. So what is that looking like? Uh, Kauia, uh, I mean, there's the Kauia River, there's that there's water that people can experience now too, right? Most definitely. Yeah, we would recommend um, that, the, that the visitors stay away from the edge of the river because the water is still running really high. And as we get our spring runoff, it will run extremely high and very, very cold. So some of the rivers in the valley are actually closed to swimming. However, Lake Success is open and you can, I was just out there last weekend and I enjoyed uh, being one of the few boats out on the water and we went fishing. We didn't catch anything, but that's why they call it fishing and not catching. And, uh, but it was gorgeous. The green 
a green landscape with the white snow-capped mountains in the backdrop, and I saw white pelicans, and I saw bald really? eagle, and no way. it was just gorgeous. Oh. And the scenery is lovely. the The animals are out there. The birds are just gorgeous, and um, I'm sure Lake Kauia is also very close to being full. So one of the things that we are enjoying right now is these reservoirs, which were historically sparse of water, are now very, very full and expected to fill to the brim once again come spring runoff, which will happen in the next month or two. Um, those lakes are just expanded with the height of water level and they've expanded out to across large spanses of land and you can get you can access the water's edge and there's lots and lots of opportunity for getting out on your boat your canoes your kayaks um and i just make sure everybody wears a life jacket if you're out on the water especially um, me uh, army I'm, corps uh, of <laughs> engineers is available and people could google Army Corps of Engineers at Lake Success or Lake Kauia and find out additional information. They have camping available, including uh, electrical and water hookups at Lake Success. Oh. So if you're bringing in a trailer, there's that opportunity for you to come in and stay in your trailer uh, and have hookups, which are kind of hard to find in the valley, but uh, that's a location that people can come and camp next weekend. I love it. I love it. So there's, Go ahead. Go ahead. Sarah. I was just going to also mention that um, this past Saturday started the whitewater rafting season. So Mountain Descents um, is one of the companies in Three Rivers that is offering um, uh, whitewater rafting. And they even have sort of a one that's perfect for you, Lisa. It's the easy peasy <laughs> route. And there's also some more adventuresome routes. So that's another exciting thing that I want to can float. I don't want to, I, I, you know, I need to float. I, you know, I got older since I've met you all. So I just, I well, just they can take care of you. I want to float. I want to float. I, I want to go over to Christy and Porterville. Porterville is one of the first destinations we experienced Porterville and Visalia when we first started covering uh, Tulare County. And Porterville has this really quaint downtown, beautiful murals and a lot more new ones since our last visit a couple of years ago. And, um, you got food. You've got a lot of food, but you're also known for the Iris Festival, Sutton Gardens, uh, many years ago, uh, laid claim to the land and like did all these amazing Iris Gardens and they have since moved on. But um, what's happening? Are we still having a festival this spring? Because come on, we need some fun. <laughs> And, um, and we heard you. Um, so with, <laughs> with COVID and, and the pandemic, it shut down our festival for the last three years. So it's been three years wow. since we last had the Iris Festival. Um, and then, like you said, with uh, Sutton's Iris Farms, they moved to Idaho several years ago. And so with that, when our committee got together to begin planning for the newest Iris Festival, um, we decided on a rebrand. So we have rebranded it to the Spring Festival. So that way we're able to kind of encompass um, whatever different changes may come to the area without having to rebrand the whole festival. But we decided we really wanted to put a focus on our local agriculture. Mm -hmm. So this year we are going to be celebrating uh, pistachios. So we've partnered with a local pistachio company. There's going to be a lot of um, pistachio themed art projects. We're going to be having a pistachio tasting with some of our downtown restaurants. 
and um, we'll have our local companies out there representing us as part of our vendor booths. But that festival is coming back. So we're really excited that it is going to actually be next Saturday, April 15th. That's creeping up on Ooh. me. Yeah, very soon. And she's actually here. I know normally I'm like here. you're out in the street going, put these flyers up now. No, yes. <laughs> and more. Yes. So lots of social media advertising is going on so when you come and stay at lake success next weekend make that 10 minute drive to downtown main street right we'll be here from nine to four um and the really great thing is we have a lot of activities kind of packed into this festival so we're expecting close to 100 food and craft vendors so we have food vendors wow. all the way from churros we're going to have a greek truck here did um, you say churros like churros seriously. yeah we have a very very um great mobile churro company here in town that they make some really great creations um we'll have greek food we're gonna have uh wings tacos uh you name it it's gonna be here so um that's a really great opportunity we also made sure to be very strategic about you know spacing them out so you get the opportunity to you know walk a little bit and grab a snack and then grab something else to eat. But you've also uh, got so many downtown. Does this bring a lot of people to see all the shops? Because you've got boutiques, you've got you know the art galleries, and you've got a lot downtown for people to really start understanding what you have on Main Street and beyond. Yes, we do. So we have a lot of uh, restaurants on downtown. Like you said, a lot of small clothing boutiques, um, jewelry places. We have a very famous chocolate uh, shop down Stafford's. here. Stafford's. The yeah. Ooey Gooey Bar. If you do not have the Ooey Gooey Bar, you have missed out. I'm just and, saying. Yes, and Stafford's is actually going to be part of our pistachio tasting. So they're going to have a couple of oh, yeah. and um, a pistachio coffee drink and some chocolates. Um, so we're really excited. This event in the past has drawn uh, well into the tens of thousands of attendees. And so, um, you know, we've let our, our local businesses downtown know, you know, this is a great time to offer different specials. So this might be a great time to come shop those shops for those specials um, and to not only visit all of our vendors, but also visit the shops down here. Um, but we're also having a chili cook-off. So we have eight teams registered um, and you have the opportunity to come and taste and vote for your favorite. Uh, we'll have a kids zone where they're doing art projects, uh, pony rides. We'll have basketball set up there, face painting. Uh, we're also having a car show. So you'll get to come and see the Roland Relics. They're going to be out there we with their um, nice, nice cars. And so we've got, we've got a little bit of something for everybody. Do you have music? Well, we have music. Yeah, we have live entertainment. We're going to be having two stages. So that will be both local bands and then some of our local dance groups. Oh, so nice. Because you've day. got that beautiful Centennial Plaza, that park. I yeah. love that with the gazebo. I used to go see friends perform. And I love it because you've got that grassy lawn. And whenever music was playing, you see families come gather around and kids yeah. dancing. And I thought, like, this is like quintessential when we think about America as a whole. Yeah. Happy families. That was it. Watching this happen. I'm like, wow, this is it. Like, it's real. It's not it's not on a movie. This is a real deal. And Porterville has that. Yeah. And I know a lot of communities do, but it was just so seeing that. And then the fact that you have murals representing the band history for over 100 years. I think it's 150, maybe. I don't know, 105. I, I know it's, it's over a centennial, right? Centennial yes. Plaza. But I was like, wow, both sides of the wall have this mural representing band history, which means 
it's bringing the community that went out and toured the country and even the world, sharing this history of this small town of Porterville agricultural community. Isn't that amazing? Like, and that's the thing about Tulare County. You guys have these small quintessential towns. I'm sorry, Suzanne. I know you're a city, but you're a small town. You are, sorry. It just, because you feel friendly, it's happy and cozy. But like the Sequoias, and Denise, you can attest to this, the Sequoias are world renowned. This is like, I, I want people to visit just so they can understand small town, real small American happy towns, even though they're going through hell with you know rain and all this stuff, you, you're gonna experience real America. And for our European visitors and international visitors coming over, you're gonna get the real deal. And if you want to go see a cow, you can. If you want to go eat an orange from an orange tree, you can. I mean, you can actually experience all of this. And Christy, your area has a lot of uh, citrus going on. It's You're getting to that. Are you in that place where you can smell, I mean, the citrus blossoms? Are they happening? We are getting to that place, yes. Um, again, with all of the, the rain, it's kind of shut down our access to be able to drive oh. by some of those places. Um, but we are in the spring getting to where you can smell the citrus and you can also uh, hear those fans. You know, well, now that we're getting oh. to the warmer weather, those fans will turn off. But that's also a big part, you know, in the in the winter, in the early spring, those big fans are going out in the, the groves to keep things from freezing. So but this is something for people to understand that, you know, oranges just don't appear on your grocery store yeah. shelf. And so this is a real deal. And and, you know, the fact that you're still doing festivals and still keep going that you're on the show today, even is showing people the resiliency of farming communities of yeah, you know, life throws us lemons, but we make oranges. <laughs> there you go. When you were talking you know, about international travelers, yesterday I had a group from Belgium that were here visiting um, a pretty large group, and they are farmers in Belgium, and they really wanted to explore the um, agricultural elements here in Tulare County. Um, so they visited Naturally Nuts, a store here in Visalia, but oh, the yeah, guy that owns it, it John, mm -hmm. John, John yeah. Onetto, he is a, um, his family has farmed nuts here in California for a long time. Um, and he just sort of took them out on a quick tour around the county um, to showcase some of the things that are currently happening, blossoming um, and growing right now. And then in the afternoon, they took a tour of Farmer Bob's World and uh, that's awesome. on a citrus ranch out there in Ivanhoe, uh, did a wagon tour around the Grove and listened to um, their video or or their um, how oranges actually get from the fields to the grocery store. So that's really fun. And it's fun to see international travelers here. We've had quite a few recently, um, but also exploring the county itself. So it's a lot of fun. You know, that's the thing when you go on these agricultural uh, excursions and you understand how farmers work so darn hard, by the time you're done, you want to pay $20 an orange, you know, 20 to 40. It's like you understand the value and people don't understand, like wine. People go, oh, why is the wine this much more? And I'm like, well, you need to go out and see for yourself. You have to understand uh, how how much work it is. Denise, isn't that the same in regards to what you do in the forest and also for those in the national parks, state parks, when you're working with land, like you're at the mercy of it. It's like there is, there's land management. I'm just going to put, right? That's what we get paid for. We get paid, you know, for public, for managing public land. So we're trying to help 
manage the land that is actually owned by all of it, everybody, you know, taxpayers, mm -hmm. everybody owns public lands, but we are in charge of trying to manage it along with Cal Fire and all of our other and Mother Nature, who will do what she wants. Entities. Yes, and, and they are working together. Uh, there is a, a whole entourage of people trying to work on repairs and everything necessary to fix things up and um, it locally and we're all working on the same goal is getting everything open and available to visitors and the communities again and and you mentioned um, oranges and I'd like to represent also the dairy farmers you know we yeah. we feed the world and you know all of our dairy folks who are suffering from the um, water levels flooding their fields and flooding their farms right now so um they're working heavily, this, all of the emergency services folks and, and road repair individuals and contractors and everybody's here working on the same thing to try to get our area fixed up and reopened to the public once again. And at the same time, I wanna say people don't hesitate to go, right? Suzanne, I wanna go back to you on this um, because uh, tourism helps everybody get back on track. So um, there's so much in the downtowns that you can do and um, there's a lot of festivals. You guys are all celebrating spring. Christy was talking about uh, the spring festival coming up in Porterville. Uh, but let's talk about Suzanne. There's countywide, right? Uh, but I mean, you guys know how to celebrate spring and you didn't stop it. You're like, no, we're going on. The party's happening. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we talked a little bit about the upcoming um, rodeos that are happening. There's a Springville Rodeo and the Woodlake Rodeo. Woodlake Rodeo grounds are supposedly the most beautiful in the United States. So uh, that's something that probably people ought to see on Mother's Day oh, weekend. by the gardens? By the gardens, too. The yeah, gardens. And Woodlake Botanical Gardens is a lovely place to go. And everything, of course, is blooming and just looking spectacular right now. So it's a great time to see that. Um, the Springville Rodeo is April 28th and 30th to the 30th that weekend. So um, that's a really fun thing for, for folks to visit and see. Um, I'll put a plug in for, we talked a little earlier about the Kauia Oaks Preserve, um, but we can talk a little bit about the native people that um, are the um, original inhabitants here. There's a Go Native cultural event happening at Kauia Oaks Preserve um, May 27th, um, and that's hosted by the local Wachumni tribe. And it's a beautiful event where they sh um, share with uh, visitors uh, some of their drumming, their um, crafts, their weaving of baskets, um, and even some food. So it's a really fun event out at Kauia Oaks Preserve. So lots of things, I think, coming up to do. Yeah, I think that that's important to understand the cultures of the area. Um, and when you go to the foothills, um, like if you go to Hospital Rock in the park, I don't know if it's going to be open for a while, but you'll be able to see that. I know that you have that also um, in the forest. And if you go to Three Rivers, they've got a museum there that will show you some of the Native American culture. And that's something you can go to. You've got many museums in Visalia. Uh, through Tulare has a great museum. Um, there's museum, Porterville, you guys have an amazing museum too. Dinuba, oh, I can't leave Dinuba out. Dinuba is rocking too. So there's all of these museums and I encourage people, I kind of say, go to the go to the towns first sometimes so you can get an understanding of the people who settled and get an understanding of all cultures, then go out in the forests and the parks and they have amazing visitor centers too, but always start at the visitor centers and the museums, right, Denise, don't you think? Go start there. So when you go out in the wilderness, you have this bigger appreciation 
for those who settled this terrain, like they I, came in. I'll, I'll mention you know? real quickly that um, on display at the Tulare County Museum at Mooney Grove is a covered oh, yeah. wagon, um, but the covered wagon was actually used by the ancestors of a local family to come from Texas to California. No and way. that's really kind of amazing. It's not like some fake relic that they've, you know, sort of made and put into the museum, but it was actually used by a local family and they have it on loan to the museum so that people can really understand um, you know, what it took to, um, you know, to get to Listen, California. I have, I have driven from Texas to you guys. Last time <laughs> okay. I saw you, I did that. And it was a long trek and I had to do some detours to get there. And I'm in Texas now. So I feel closer to you. I feel finally closer to sunshine and happiness. And um, I just want to say like, that's not an easy trek. And Texas is no easy trek. And going through what they did, that is not easy. I, I mean, even in a car, like there's, you can tell what people did, you know, but um, yeah, Christy, any other events we should know closer to you? I mean, Springville, she was talking about that is, is close to you guys too? Yes, it's close to us as well. So like she was saying, there's um, Springville Rodeo at the end of the month, um, but the weekend before, which will be, uh, I believe it's April 22nd, we have a jackass mail run. And so that's a really neat event. That Did they you just call me a jackass? No. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> And so they uh, actually start here on Main Street in Porterville, and they have uh, one of the old mail wagons and teams no of horses. You'll have, um, they have a huge group of people that'll come with their horses, and they come down Main Street collecting the mail, and they will ride all the way up to Springville. They'll end at the park that is in Springville, and they'll have a, a shootout, not a real one, but they'll have um, a shootout. There's a few vendors in the park up there, and it's a really, really neat tradition for our area, and it's it's fun to see. So I actually live up in Springville, so sometimes on those Saturdays, you know you don't want to be on the highway during that time because you might get stuck behind a huge group of horses and the wagons, but it's it's a neat event. Oh, my gosh, that is amazing because, yeah, you've got to think about, you know, Tulare County is part of these crossroads of history. And uh, it's something we forget about if you don't go to the museums and don't actually go to the downtowns and, and look at it all. Uh, Christy, uh, going back to Porterville, um, last time we were there, we went to the restaurant Fugazi, and I believe they changed hands now. Is is that true? They have. That is correct. So, um it is now the Palace Kitchen and Craft Bar. So originally, before it was Fugazi's, it was the Crystal Palace. So this was before my time. So I don't know much of the history of it. Um, but then the owners decided they really wanted to bring and incorporate that history uh, back into the town. So it's actually really neat because if you go inside and as you walk up the stairs, they have old pictures of the palace and what it used to look like and um, of the building from the outside in the 30s and the 40s. So they've done a really great job to kind of uh, showcase and preserve that history. I but love I, it because you can see the downtown from there too. It's a yes. good place to be upstairs. Beautiful view, beautiful view of all of Main Street, great food, uh, really great uh, owners, the restaurant manager is just a really nice person as well. So I highly recommend checking that out in Porterville. That's awesome. And Suzanne Fugazi's is in uh, Visalia, right? You can go there? Uh, yes, right in the heart of downtown. Okay, so there it yeah. is. Okay, so let's talk about that. In closing, food, drink, spring visit, what are you each going to do? You guys know I like to bring these questions up so visitors can get into your own heads of what you like to do as locals. 
because we all know the locals know best. So let's start with you, Denise. Okay, so spring, going into summer, let's let's think about what are we gonna do for a weekend or- I'm, I'm headed back to Lake Success. I and, knew it, uh, I knew it. She wants to get back know, on the boat and float. I am, yeah. And, and just sitting there, just looking at the scenery, watching the birds fly over, um, just the- it, it's You just saw both eagles, relaxing. that is so cool. So yes. do they stay there year round or is this there like are. the seasonal? <gasps> there really? are at least a pair of bald eagles that seem to hang around at Lake Success. They must have a nest somewhere up, up in the canyon along the Thule River because I see them there quite frequently. And um, make sure you look overhead because what you think might be a turkey vulture might actually turn out to be an eagle. Golden eagles wow. and bald eagles are frequently seen over What Lake about Success. osprey? Do you get osprey? We do get osprey also. So yeah, get your bird book out and that way you can determine exactly what you're looking at. That's it. So, okay. So you're getting on the boat. So I want to know, what are you packing for a picnic? Oh, we usually bring peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because either peanut butter and oh. jelly or peanut butter and honey, because peanut butter and honey travels well. You don't have to have it refrigerated. So it's a great travel picnic food that you don't need to worry about spoiling. Uh, and I know you can get that, like if you go to John over at Naturally Nuts, you can get fresh peanut butter too, right? So that's a thing as well. And I know you have aviaries in uh, Tulare County too. You can get local honey, I believe, when you go to some of the farmer stands. Um, yep. So that is, that's, that's amazing. Uh, so Suzanne, tell me about your weekend. What are you doing? Hmm, I think that this spring I would like to take in a rawhide baseball game, go out on into the um, stadium and, and watch a local, um, our local rawhide team play, um, grab a, some a beer and some great stadium food and, and just dogs, enjoy. A... I want a corn dog. As soon as he said this, I went to corn dogs. That's like funny. a baseball bat, right? <laughs> well, you can have a hot dog at Taylor's hot dog stand instead. How about that? Okay. I'll yeah. do a hot dog. That's cool. So, yeah, do look, music when they do that, or is it just like get into the sports? Is it, it's local? Like how? Old? It's actually really fun. They have a good collaboration with the um, with these. Um, um, and I can't think of what they're called, but uh, you can bring your dog to the stadium, oh, no, and no. there's a, a special place in the stadium where you can hang out with your dog, throw a blanket on the ground, and they have a little dog run area for dogs to go and play. So very family friendly, lots of fun. Um, it's a really great outing to, um, you know, to watch baseball. I think it has one of the shortest distance from home plate to the first row of seats. So you really get down into the action and can see, uh, you know, the boys of summer play. Great, great thing to do. And it's right here in the downtown area. So a lot of fun. So is this like a pro baseball team? I have no clue about sports, but like I'll go watch it and drink a beer and eat a hot dog. Yeah. And go like, look at that dude run. But anyway, they, so <laughs> well, they are a farm team for the Arizona Diamondbacks. So, um, oh. yeah. So, oh, wow. uh, and so sometimes you can see, uh, I mean, the professional players, but you could see someone from the big leagues um, that will be um, here, maybe rehabbing or something like that. And you can see some great players. It's a lot of fun. Oh, very cool. Christy, what about you? What are you doing? She's um, like, I'm out there working a festival. Leave yeah, me alone. Like, I'll definitely <laughs> you get a, you do, Okay, let's do it after the festival. <laughs> if this is after the festival, you get to relax. What are you doing other than having the day off on the couch thing? We know you're going to need it, but like after that. 
Absolutely. Well, I'm really big on, I really like to attend all the events. So we'll definitely be at the rodeo at the end of the month. Um, there's also a farmer's market that happens in Lindsay on Friday nights. So Lindsay's just oh. probably 10 minute drive. It's nestled between us, Exeter on your way to Visalia. You can stop there um, and right in their uh, kind of downtown area. They set up, they have food, they have live music every Friday night, they have shopping. So that's a really, really great opportunity to go kind of check out to the Lindsay awesome. area. Awesome. Everyone uh, go to discoverthesequoias.com. That's a place to go. Portofilchamber.org for you, Christy. That's a website. Visit visalia.com for Suzanne, right? Okay, you're going to have to help me, Denise. I've got it like, okay. Now, fs.usda.gov forward slash Sequoia. Did I get it? You got it. Ah, I read my notes correctly, finally. <laughs> um, but also, recreation.gov, everyone, for outdoors. That's a good place to go. You can start seeing when camping opens up again. And um, there's just so many communities involved with Tulare beyond them, what we've talked about today. So, again, if you go to discoverthesequoias.com, you can learn more about Three Rivers, uh, Tulare, uh, Lindsay, Woodlake, all those places, and, of course, the parks and forests as things start to open up. So, of course, keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. Every first Thursday, we are here talking about Tulare County. Thank you so much, ladies, for joining us today. And have fun in spring. I know it's been hard, but like you know... You've got good food around you and wine and, and all kinds of breweries. So you're all good. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Yeah. Thanks. Bye -bye. Yeah. Thanks. Have a great spring. You. you too.